Second Kings chapter 5. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Aram, was a great man in his master's sight and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. The man was a brave warrior, but he had a skin disease. Aram had gone on raids and brought back from the land of Israel a young girl who served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would go to the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his skin disease. So Naaman went and told his master what the girl from the land of Israel had said. Therefore, the king of Aram said, Go, and I will send a letter with you to the king of Israel. So he went and took with him 750 pounds of silver. 150 pounds of gold and 10 changes of clothes. He brought the letter to the king of Israel and it read, when this letter comes to you, note that I have sent you my servant Naaman for you to cure him of his skin disease. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and asked, Am I God? Am I God? Killing and giving life, that this man expects me to cure a man of his skin disease? Think it over, and you will see that he is only picking a fight with me. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel tore his clothes, he sent a message to the king. Why have you torn your clothes? Have him come to me, and he will know there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood at the door of Elisha's house. Then Elisha sent him a messenger who said, Go, wash seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be clean. But Naaman got angry and left, saying, I was telling myself, he will surely come out, stand and call on the name of Yahweh, his God, and will wave his hand over the spot and cure the skin disease. Aren't Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the, better than, aren't the rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and left in a rage. But his servants approached and said to him, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more should you do it when he tells you, Wash 
and be clean. So Naaman went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, according to the command of the man of God. Then his skin was restored and became like the skin of a small boy, and he was clean. Then Naaman and his whole company went back to the man of God, stood before him, and declared, I know there's no God in the whole world except in Israel. Therefore, please accept a gift from your servant. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, I stand before him. I will not accept it. Naaman urged him to accept it, but he refused. Naaman responded, If not, please let your servant be given as much soil as a pair of mules can carry, for your servant will no longer offer a burnt offering or a sacrifice to any other god but Yahweh. However, in a particular matter, may the Lord pardon your servant. When my master, the king of Aram, goes into the temple of Ramon to worship, and I, as his right-hand man, bow in the temple of Ramon. When I bow in the temple of Ramon, may the Lord pardon your servant for this matter. So he said to him, go in peace. After Naaman had traveled a short distance from Elisha, Gehazi, the attendant of Elisha, the man of God, thought, My master has let this Aramean, Naaman, off lightly by not accepting from him what he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi pursued Naaman. When Naaman saw someone running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and asked, Is everything all right? Gehazi said, It's all right. My master has sent me to say... My master has sent me to say, I have just now discovered that two young men from the sons of the prophets have come to me from the hill country of Ephraim. Please give them 75 pounds of silver and two changes of clothes. But Naaman insisted, please accept 150 pounds. He urged Gehazi, and then packed 150 pounds of silver in two bags with two changes of clothes. Naaman gave them to two of his young men who who carried them ahead of Gehazi. When Gehazi came to the hill, 
he took the gifts from them and stored them in the house. Then he dismissed the men and they left. Gehazi came and stood by his master. Where did you go, Gehazi? Elijah asked him. Your servant didn't go anywhere, he replied. But Elisha questioned him. Wasn't my spirit there when the man got down from his chariot to meet you? Is it a time to accept money and clothes, olive orchards and vineyards, sheep and oxen, and male and female slaves? Therefore, Naaman's skin disease will cling to you and your descendants forever. So Gehazi went out from his presence diseased, white as snow. 1 Timothy chapter 2. First of all, then I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good, and it pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and humanity, Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all, a testimony at the proper time. For this, I was appointed a herald, an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. And a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Therefore, I want the men in every place to pray lifting up holy hands without anger or argument. Also, the women are to dress themselves in modest clothing, with decency and good sense, not with elaborate hairstyles, gold, pearls, or expensive apparel, but with good works, as is proper for women who affirm that they worship God. A woman should learn in silence with full submission. I do not allow a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. Instead, she is to be silent. For Adam was created first, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and transgressed, but she will be saved through childbearing if she continues in faith, love, holiness, with good judgment. Daniel chapter 9. 
in the first year of Darius, the son of Ahazerhes, a Mede, by birth, who was ruler over the kingdom of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, stood from, I, Daniel, understood from the books, according to the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet, that the number of years for the desolation of Jerusalem would be 70. So I turned my attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and petitions with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed, Ah, Lord, the great and awe-inspiring God, who keeps his gracious covenant with those who love him and keep his commands. We have sinned, done wrong, acted wickedly, rebelled, and turned away from your commands and ordinances. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, leaders, fathers, and all the people of the land. Lord, righteousness belongs to you. But this day, public shame belongs to us, the men of Judah, the residents of Jerusalem, and all Israel, those who are near and those who are far in all the countries where you have dispersed them because of the disloyalty they have shown toward you. Lord, public shame belongs to us, our kings, our leaders, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. Compassion and forgiveness belong to the Lord our God, though we have rebelled against him and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God by following his instructions that he set before us through his servants, the prophets. All Israel has broken your law and turned away refusing to obey you, the promised curse written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, has been poured out on us because we have sinned against him. He has carried out his words that he spoke against us and against our rulers by bringing on us so great a disaster that nothing like what has been done to Jerusalem has ever been done under all of heaven, just as it is written in the law of Moses. All this disaster has come upon us, yet we have not appeased the Lord our God by turning from our iniquities 
and paying attention to your truth. So the Lord kept the disaster in mind and brought it on us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all he has done, but we have not obeyed him. Now, Lord our God, who brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and made your name renowned as it is this day. We have sinned. We have acted wickedly, Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts. May your anger and wrath turn away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain. For because of our sins and the inequities of our fathers, Jerusalem and your people have become an object of ridicule to all those around us. Therefore, our God, hear the prayer and the petitions of your servant. Show your favor to your desolate sanctuary. For the Lord's sake, listen, my God, and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations in the city called by your name. For we are not presenting our petitions before you based on our righteous acts, but based on your abundant compassion. Lord, hear. Lord, forgive. Lord, listen and act. My God, for your own sake, do not delay, because your city and your people are called by your name. While I was speaking, praying, confessing my sin and the sin of the people, Israel, and presenting my petition before Yahweh, my God, concerning the holy mountain of my God, while I was praying, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the first vision, came to me in my extreme weariness about the time of the evening offering. He gave me this explanation. Daniel, I've come now to give you understanding. At the beginning of your petitions, an answer went out, and I have come to give it, for you are treasured by God. So consider the message and understand the vision. You are treasured by God. Seventy weeks are decreed about your people and your holy city to bring the rebellion to an end, to put a stop to sin, to wipe away iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy place. No 
and understand this from the issuing of the decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah, the Prince, will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. It will rebuilt. It will be rebuilt with a plaza and a moat, but in difficult times. After those 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and will have nothing. The people of the coming prince will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end will come with a flood and until the end there will be war. Desolations are decreed. He will make a firm covenant and with he will make a firm covenant with many for one week but in the middle of the week he will put a stop to sacrifice and offering and the abomination of desolation will be on a wing of the temple until the decreed destruction is poured out on the desolator. Psalms 117 and 118. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, all nations. Praise the Lord, all nations. Praise the Lord, all nations. Glorify him, all peoples. For his faithful love to us is great. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Hallelujah. Psalm 118. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let Israel say, his faithful love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His faithful love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His faithful love endures forever. I called, I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a spacious place. The Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? What can man do to me? The Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is my helper. Therefore, I will look in triumph on those who hate me. The Lord is my helper. Therefore, I will look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in a man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in nobles. Psalm 
All the nations surrounded me in the name of Yahweh. I destroyed them. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. In the name of Yahweh, I destroyed them. They surrounded me like bees. They were extinguished like a fire among thorns. In the name of Yahweh, I destroyed them. You pushed me hard to make me fall. But the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. There are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand performs valiantly. The Lord's right hand is ready. There are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand performs valiantly. The Lord's right hand is raised. The Lord's right hand performs valiantly. I will not die, but I will live and proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord disciplined me severely, but did not give me over to death. Open the gates of righteousness for me. I will enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous will enter through it. I will give thanks to you because you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This came from the Lord. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, save us. Lord, please grant us success. He who comes in the name of of the Lord is blessed. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God and has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give you thanks. You are my God. I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever.